Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to The Post Draft Show. I'm your host, David Williams, along with the Sam Brewski, and this is Hoop Ball Grizz. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of fireworks last night, a lot of big names moving, some not so big names moving. Biggins, though. But there were a lot of trades, a lot, a lot of trades. I was kind of expecting that. I, I said... Day before, I thought that we were going to see fireworks. You see Al Horford get moved on a contract that everybody's like, oh, nobody's going to take that on. OKC's got the money. I feel like OKC flips him. I think, you know, they took CP3 in that trade. CP3 had voiced, hey, I want out. They looked around for trade suitors, couldn't find anybody, held on to him. He had a great year. They flipped him, got prospects, got picks. Turned out pretty well. I think they look to do the same thing with Al Horford. Why not? You know, he's still he's still a good player. He definitely is. It was just an awful fit in Philly. Yeah, he just absolutely. Didn't. Horford and Embiid operated in the same space, mm-hmm. and you can't have that. Nope. You know, Embiid's your future. Horford is obviously not. You got to find somebody, find pieces that are compatible. And Horford and Philly just wasn't it. He's not a bad player. I, I like this move for OKC. They had the cap space. I think that Sam Presti and the genius that he is will end up flipping Horford. And, I I mean, this dude just loads up picks. They have like 743,222. They'll, the like the they'll have like seven picks in like – it's so I from mean, now seven first round picks or something like that. It's something from crazy. now until twenty twenty six. I think that it's either seventeen or eighteen first round picks. Gosh, loaded. That means it's like two. Gosh, yeah. they have two, three next year or something like that. That's and, and crazy. There's, there's no telling. They're probably not going to be lottery picks, but it doesn't matter. It's well, still no. you're still getting good talent. If you're getting, you know, there's a, there's plenty of mid first round guys that turn into stars. Giannis was at, what, 15, 13? You know, mid-first-round guy. Just bare, He was either right at the lottery or just a little bit outside of it. And He was... Uh, do you remember, Sam? Gosh, we looked at it yesterday. I know, I can't remember. He, I don't think he was... Thir- I th- he was the pick before the Hawks. I think that... And the Hawks were either 14th or 15th. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't remember I think the Hawks were at. 15th, and I think Giannis was 14th. You know what? You keep All right, so Sam's going to pull that up. But anyway, regardless of that, he's going to pull that up just so we know because it's driving us crazy. But there's plenty of talent in the middle part. of they're, they're Like the middle part of the first round, this draft was loaded with role players. It's loaded with guys that may not necessarily be superstars, but they are going to be longtime NBA players and plus role players, maybe even make some all-star games. There's definitely guys that have the talent to get there. There was just not a definite superstar in the draft. Did you, pull, did you find it, Sam? Found it. He was okay. 15th. 15. Yes. Okay. So In 2013, know, he was the 15th pick. That's outside of the lottery. If their picks Stud. end up 15. Yeah, I mean, the, the, OKC 
is probably not going to win many games next year. They're going to be young, Two. and that's okay. They don't have. I mean, they're they're a team that was a playoff team. I honestly, Al Horford is not going to make the things happen like CP3 did. No. And also, you're losing Gallinari. He's not going to be there. I wish he would stay there because he'll eat there, but. Yeah, he's probably not, though. There's no. been talks, uh, like, there's been a few names kind of thrown around. Atlanta is one of the names that I've seen as a front runner for Gallinari. Oh, no. They're going to be trying to compete for the playoffs I in get the East, that, man. But but, no. Yeah, Sam, like that, if, if you can't tell by the lack of <laughs> excitement over there, Sam likes Gallinari, and I so do. he. He, uh, he doesn't want to see him go to a team that he doesn't like to cheer for. So no, go to we'll get into the Grizzlies made two moves, and I still am in shock. I'll, I'll keep in mind. So <laughs> we were watching the draft, and it was a little bit behind. So I kept my phone turned over so I didn't see any Woj or Shen notifications because I, I didn't want them to ruin what was happening. I got a text message on my phone, which is a different tone. Everybody knows that, right? And I flip my phone over. I see in the moment that I flip my phone over to open the text message that the Celtics trade the 30th pick. At that point, when the announcement was made, they didn't say who they traded it to. And I looked at Sam. I'm like, Dude, the Grizzlies are getting that 30th pick. They're getting it, and they're drafting Desmond Bain. That would be awesome. (laughs) And then they announced it. Then, you know, we're sitting here watching. Like I said, our stream was a little bit behind. Yeah. But I cannot tell you how excited I was, Well, that was the thing is we were both sitting there, and you were like, dude, the Grizzlies are trading for that. And I'm like, man, that'd be really cool. You know, that'd be neat. And then it's like, well, it looks like uh, the Grizzlies have traded. You know, they traded. They are getting the thirtieth pick. And you're like, you stood up. I stood up. You stood up. And we kind of, I kind of ran it off. Kind of, you know, one of those yeah, things man, in the living. I kind of had to run it off. And then it's like they take Des- Desmond Bain. What? TCU, yeah. What? And it's so crazy because Isaac was on the last episode, and he's like, if there was one guy that I could move up if he falls. I'm moving up for Desmond Bain, and then bada-bing. There it was. It went down. You can go back and you can listen to our episode. We talked about uh, Desmond. Let's see here. I've got it. There's two episodes. Obviously, the previous episode with uh, Isaac Simpson, we talked about Desmond Bain. But there's uh, on September 10th, the NBA draft delayed episode. We give you a rundown of Desmond Bain. We're not going to go and a whole lot of detail about Desmond right now. He's going to be a great secondary playmaker. He can shoot the mother stinking lights out, dude. It's going to I love it. This this is a a guy I think that he has Mike Miller upside as far as shooting. I do. Whoa. Sam just looked at me like I was crazy. But there's videos of this dude knocking down 43 in a row. Yes, it's an open gym. Yada yada yada. Gosh. Don't come at me with that. I understand that I part of it. That. Can he do it in a game? I think that he can. He shot the ball well at TCU. God. We'll see. Only time will tell. I really like him. Dude is a gym rat. He's going to put in the work. If he gets there and something's not working, he's going to put in the time to improve his game, to do what he does, to get to the next level. Really, really like that pick. So the logistics of that pick are something that, it's unclear right now what it's going to be. There's been talks that it's just two future second-round picks. 
that the Grizzlies gave up to move up to get Bane. And then maybe a player. So it's been Poirier or Enos Cantor. Don't know which one. I, I've i read and read and searched and looked and hoped to see some, some type of, okay, this is how it's going to shake out. But right now, there's nothing set in stone. Don't know exactly what they gave up to move. It's not going to be a whole lot. They, it's going to be maybe a future second, and they take a little bit of money off of the Celtics' books. If it is Enos Cantor, he just he signed his $5 million player option today. So even if it is Cantor and the Grizzlies take on that $5 million, odds are Cantor is not going to play in Memphis. It'll be a situation similar to Dwight Howard. You know, they just they traded for Dwight Howard and then cut him, yeah. you know, d- just got rid of him. And that's more than likely what's going to be the case. If it is, if there is a player in the deal, that's probably what's going to happen. We'll find out. We'll let you guys know. Whatever it is, I'm going to keep looking, keep reading when we record again. Hopefully we'll have some more details and we'll be able to tell you for sure what we'll they gave up. in a few up. days. Yeah, yep, for sure. Yeah. And then the second move that the Grizzlies made, they gave up the 40th pick and a future second to Sacramento to move up from 40 to 35 to draft Xavier Tillman out of Michigan State. I was happy about that. We talked about Xavier in a previous episode. It was on... 925, the NBA Draft Bigs Edition. If you want to go back, if you want to learn more about these players, you can go back and listen to these older episodes, and we give you a breakdown kind of what their strengths, weaknesses, what they do, what they bring to the table. Very, very quickly on Xavier Tillman, I have read multiple places prior to the draft that he is the best playmaker that is not a guard in this draft. Grizzly getting him at 35 may end up being the biggest steal of the draft. Nikola Jokic? Maybe not at that level, but that would be nice. That would be cool. He He's a little undersized, 6'9". I saw some concerns from Grizzlies fans last night on Twitter about, you know, 6'9", can he play the 5? He played the 5 in college. College NBA is obviously a different ball game, but he's not a little guy. He's, you know... Six nine, like I think two sixty six. He's he, muscled up. He looks he like plays, a hoss. He plays bigger than six nine, so I'm not concerned if whether or not he can play the five. I, I'm confident that if Grizzlies, if the Grizzlies sends Xavier Tillman out on the floor at the five against anybody in the league, that he'll be fine. So that's the two big moves that they made, and and we're excited about that. Like I, I can't. I'm stoked. I'm still kind of in shock over the Desmond Bain thing. Desmond yeah. Bain, his stock, like when, when, whenever we were first looking into people to cover for this draft, he was a mid-40s guy. And then his stock just kept rising and rising. Patrick Williams is another guy. Yeah, he started example. off mid-20s, and he went five to the Bulls. So I didn't know where Bain was going to fall. When they traded, when when the trade was announced – it was just complete excitement for me. I, I was hoping I spoke it into existence. Yep. Didn't know for sure that it was the Grizzlies. Ended up being the Grizzlies. They got Bane. Cannot tell you how happy I am. That was cool. That he is going to be I'm in not Memphis. Gonna lie. He better. Work.
All right, so let's talk about some of the other guys, some other things that happened. We talked about uh, Killian Tilly. I went back. I know that we discussed him on one of the draft shows, and I did not get a chance preparing from last night to today with work and everything that's going on. I didn't have a chance to go back and find the episode where we talked about Killian Tilly. I will find that, and I will let you guys know in the next episode if you do want to go back and just... I'll even get you a time slot where we talk about him so you can go back and just listen to learn more about him. But he, he's a big, he's a 6'10", he's stretch four, play the five, but he's a 50-40-90 capable guy. He shoots, the, he shoots the ball well from three. He was over 40% every year in college. He was a first-round talent, not was. He is a first-round talent. They're just injury concerns with Xavier Tillman. Not Xavier Tillman. There's no injury concerns with him. Killian Tilly. I was about to say, wait a minute, who are we talking about? Keep me in line, Sam. I will try. Yeah, it's it's running together. I'm still excited over Desmond Bain. That's what it is. He's still in shock. Yeah, that's I what can't, it is. I can't even read anymore. My eyes are going crossed because of the excitement. Of Complete and utter shock. Moving up to get Bain. So Killian Tilly signed a two-way contract. He's going to probably spend the majority of his time in South Haven playing with the hustle, but that gives him an opportunity. And it's also like a low-risk, high-reward thing for the Grizzlies with the talent that he has shown in college and the skill set that he has. If he gets healthy and he stays healthy, this is a guy that could easily move up to the big roster and produce in the next couple of years. You've got two years on a two-way contract. Maybe he does it. You know, you may see the 21-22 season till he may be on the big roster. Uh, another guy that they signed, they signed uh, Jaleel Tripp. He's a 6'6", 6'5", small forward from Pacific, the West Coast Conference. He averaged 16 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. They just signed him to a 10-day uh, exhibit contract, and that is probably going to – my guess is he ends up with the hustle – Maybe not. You, there, there's a lot of um, a lot of bodies and only 15 roster spots, so somebody has to go. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up on the uh, on the hustle for the season. Oh, he he's got uh, again limited time. I went and I watched some film to try and learn a little bit about him. He doesn't shoot the ball well. Sam, go ahead. You've got his stats over there. I said I, do. I, I gave the 16, nine, and two. Yeah, that was uh, that was his, this that was this year's stats. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say he played in thirty three games. He averaged right at thirty one minutes. He shot over fifty percent, fifty one percent. So I mean, that's yeah, really keep good. going. Uh, f- uh, three point percent. Uh, three point percent was fifteen point six percent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. Holy crap! I thought that was a typo. Oh my goodness. Yep. Ugh. How many did he shoot? It was low volume. It was okay. like it was it was less. I, it was less than two. It was like one five or one six, something oh, like that. Okay, well that's still. So awful. he's he's not a shooter. No, that's still awful. But. He can. Th- this is from the little bit of film that I've watched with him. Go ahead. Let, I'll, I'll go ahead with the stats. His free throw percentage is a little low, seventy one. Uh, as you said, rebounds is nine, assists is two, point uh, one in blocks, and there's a one point five in steals, and then the points was sixteen point two. So, yeah, he he's. Um, he's definitely not here for his shooting. That is not why he's here. Uh, no. He's got a good handle. He can create space, get to the rim with his dribble, really good ball handler. He can finish through contact. 
But his defense is exceptional. Great defender. He finished in the top four in steals in the West Coast Conference all three seasons at Pacific. And he led, this year, he led the West Coast Conference in wind shares, defensive wind shares at 2.1. So he's a defensive guy. He, he does, he's got a great first step, can create the space with a dribble. If he develops a shot, I think that he could be pretty lethal. His ability to finish at the basket, he absorbs contact. He's got a great layup package. He can, you know, do some acrobatic stuff with the layups, absorb the contact, go up and under the rim, take it, you know, take the contact and finish with his offhand. He passes the ball really well. Um, again, limited amount of video, just in the amount of time that I had to watch. I'm going to go and watch more. But it looked like his passing was right-hand dominant, which is something defense can adapt to, but it's also something that he could work on. And that may not actually be a thing because I've not watched enough on him. That's just the videos that I did find that I did watch on him today. The majority of the great passes that I watched him make were right-hand passes, and I didn't see him moving the ball, passing the ball with his left hand a whole lot. So he definitely needs to work on his shot. He's not an awful free throw shooter. He shot 70% from the line. So for somebody that was so bad from three, he's actually a fairly decent free throw shooter. Um, just got to work on it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a 10-day contract, probably going to end up in the G League. But it's clear if you go and you watch video and, and you watch him playing defense and fighting through screens, working, staying in front of his man, then he uses his length to contest the shot. It's easy to see why they signed this kid. But, you know, it, yeah, it's, a, it's another low-risk, high-reward thing. Can't I mean can't get any better than that? Yep. I mean, it's low risk. You're not spending a whole lot of money. If the kid works out, you got yourself right. a you got yourself a decent player there. So I mean, it, it's a win win. Yep. Worst case scenario, you lose a little bit of money. That happens all the time. You you overpay people. You pay people like never mind. Not gonna do it this time. Oh no. And then they also they signed uh, Sean McDermott. Two a two way contract. Sean McDermott is from Butler. He's a six six small forward. Sam, what you got on stats on McDermott? Ah, uh, what I've got on him: played in thirty one games, right at thirty three minutes played. Field goal percentage forty seven percent. We like to see that. Three point percentage thirty nine point four. Hey, that's that's all right. That's a lot better than fifteen. So, free throw eighty six point eight. Love to see that. Yes. Rebound 6.3, assists 1, blocks 0.4, steals 0.7, and points was 11.7. So, yeah, all around, yeah, I he, like those. He's a career 40% three-point yeah, shooter. I like that. Yeah, yeah, just below 40 this year, but mm-hmm. over his career well, he was – Last year he had 40.6, and the year before that was 43.1. So, yeah, yeah I he like can, to see that. He can shoot the wall. So, that's a, a two-way guy. And then, you know, it leaves questions for the Grizzlies roster because you have – you know, there's Kyle Anderson that's a maybe, and then you have Gorgie on the expiring, which I don't think that's valuable. Gorgie is still a decent player. I think that he's on the roster, but he's one that's definitely expendable. Yeah, Conchar, Yuta is gone at this point. Yuta is not going to be with Memphis. He's going to be somewhere. Um, like, there's a lot of guys, a lot of bodies for only 15 positions. Mm-hmm. We went into 
Man, if I remember right, last year there were 21 guys for the 15 positions starting off. Mm-hmm. And then it 21 got, or 22, something yeah, like that. Yeah, got, got narrowed down. So you'll see cuts and stuff like that. The uh, Jaleel, you know, it, who knows? He may not show enough in the training camp to stick around. You know, he may be a quick cut. He may go in there and impress. It's You just never know. But they've got a lot of guys. you got Jonte Porter. How's he going to do? Is he going to be healthy? A lot of bigs. Like, you know, with Xavier right now, and Sam and I were talking about this earlier, you have Xavier Tillman, JV, Gorgie Zhang, and Jonte Porter that are all bigs, and you're sitting here, okay, they're they're not going to have four bigs on the roster. All four of those guys are not going to be there. They'll have two or three. Maybe. Are they going to move Gorgie early? You know, Jonte may be a guy that's on the inactive list. To start off, I don't know how he is health-wise. I know that uh, last night in the post-draft interview, Kleiman was talking about uh, he was talking about Jaron and Winslow, and it looks like they're not going to be back at the start of the season. But uh, it didn't look like it was going to be long after that. So we'll see. They're going to take it. He said they're going to take it slow and make sure that they're healthy before they bring them back, and that's what you want to see. They're both young guys. Don't want to waste that talent by rushing them back. Now that we talked about the Grizzly stuff, I want to talk about one other thing, and I was actually going to lead off with this. Uh-oh. But I got into the Grizzly stuff, got excited. I want to talk about the number one overall pick from last night, Sam. There were questions. You know, you had there was no clear-cut number one, but there was a consensus top three. Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, and uh, Mello Ball. The night before the draft, I don't know when this article was written, to be honest with you, but the, I saw it the night before the draft, and it's an interview that Anthony Edwards done with ESPN. And he's talking about basketball and his life and what led him to play basketball. But let me just, I got it right here. I'm just going to read it for you. Let me pull it up here. Sorry, I lost it. All right. Here's his quote. To be honest, I can't watch basketball. And then he goes into a story about the first time he dunked and how it signaled to him that he was talented and he may be able to do something in basketball that he was not able to do in football, football being his first love. So that's the direction that he went. Simple as that. Hanging up his cleats. That's all I needed to see after that dunk. And then there's a the guy asked a question, so when after that did you get into basketball? Anthony Edwards, and I quote, I'm still not really into it. I love basketball. Yeah, it's what I do, but I'm just not that into it. Um What? Are you freaking kidding me? Number one pick is not even into basketball. Like, if you're a GM, how do you – I get the talent. I, I've watched film on this kid. i watch what he can do. I was never a fan of his being a top three pick. I'm like, I will take Wiseman and Ball over this kid all day long. I'm even taking Denny over this kid. But then I read that. 
how how are you going to the number one overall pick? It's you're not taking even that in risk. the basketball. And there were guys I was watching ESPN and guys like Jay Williams and um, oh my goodness man I just lost his name. He he even played in Memphis too. <sighs> that one guy. Yeah, I can't think of his name. It'll come to me later on. But they they were talking about it. LeBron James talks about when he is not when he's not playing he's watching basketball he's watching his competition because you can learn stuff. And talent is only going to get you so far. If you don't put in the work, you're not going to be just a superior athlete to these guys in the NBA. These guys are the best of the best. And Minnesota, I hope it works out for you. But how do you justify taking this kid number one after reading something like that? Don't let Jimmy Butler talk to that guy. Yeah, it was funny. Somebody tweeted out, they're like, uh, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns are going to get along really, really yeah, well. Yeah, they are. But Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is talented, and you can go back and read stories about how he doesn't have a work ethic and, and the issues that he had with Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler's busted his butt to get to where he's at. How much better would Carl Anthony Towns be if he actually had a work ethic? Obviously, that's a what if. Ifs and buts, you don't know for sure. But I know that if I'm a GM, regardless of what his physical tools are and what he brings to the table, I read something like that. I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just not really that into it. I'm not moving. I am not pulling the trigger on this kid. No. After a comment like that. No, I wouldn't either. LaMelo, come on in. Exactly. There, are, I told you, I would take Denny Avidya, LaMelo Ball, or James Wiseman. Either one of those three guys over this kid. And that's before I saw this statement. Before, I don't know if I've even talked to Sam about it a whole lot, to be honest. But I, I've not bought in to Edwards because you go back and you watch his Georgia film, you can see plenty of times that this dude is taking plays off. He's not putting in the effort. You can't really be that successful in the NBA doing that. There, There's going to be times, you know, night in, night out, 82-game like season, there's going to be times when you do it. But this kid was doing it in college, and it was happening pretty frequently. I'm, I'm, I'm just not that into it. No. Pass. I think I he's going to flop. It's on air. I've said it on air. It's recorded. If he doesn't flop. The next Anthony Bennett. Yeah. Dude, that's what it reminds me of. Honestly. A little bit. You you got the talent, you don't have the work. You're you you're not gonna gosh, that, that disappoints me, man. You're just you're not waste a pick on somebody like and I'm you, you get it and and it's a gamble, man. You it don't is. know. Here here's a perfect example at the number one pick. Greg Odin played for Ohio State in college. Portland takes him with a number one overall pick ahead of Kevin Durant. Portland's hating life right now because of that. But had Greg Oden been healthy, Greg oh, Oden was a monster in a college. Beast. So, I don't fault Portland for taking Greg Oden. Oh my God, why didn't you take Kevin Durant? Are the six teams that 
chose somebody else above Steph Curry, <laughs> you don't know. You, don't. you have no idea. You can go back and watch college film, and Greg Oden was just as good, if not better, in college than Steph Curry was. You don't know. Steph Curry had he had ankles ankle issues in college. Golden State's like, you know what? We like what we see. We're going to take a chance anyway. And I think it worked out okay for them. I think they done pretty well taking a chance on a guy that had some injury history. Bottom line is you don't really know what you're picking. They're, they're, you go back over the last five drafts and you look at the 60 kids that got drafted, how many of those guys are going to be in the NBA long term? And the list is not going to be long. You don't hit on everyone. You miss some. It happens. It is, it is what, what it is. is. That's right. Yep. But go back to that Steph Curry thing. Yeah. Hashim the Beat was Dude, picked. I know. Don't pick two. Don't even say that name. Pick it makes me two. It it makes me cringe. It makes like the Timberwolves had two chances to get him, and they they took Johnny Flynn right before him. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I wasn't even gonna bring up to beat. I hate you, Sam. <laughs> I hope your next baby is born naked. I'm sure they will be. So oh, anyway, we're gonna leave it at that. We got nothing else to talk about. There was a lot of moves on the draft front. A lot of a lot of people moving up. A lot of pieces moving. A lot of guys. CP3 is a son. Danny Green is been traded twice. Where's he even some now? Sixers. He's in Philly. Yep, that's right. He was part of the Horford trade. Horford is in OKC for now. Hey, if they There's, hang on to him, they got a lot of experience there, so they've got a lot of veteran leadership. So. They, they do. Got, they got Adams and Horford there. It, it's, uh, it is definitely going to be an interesting season. Shortened season, they're having a play-in tournament. I hope that once we get past these 72, like the modified seasons, so like the 21-22, I hope they get away from the play-in tournament. I'm not a fan of that. I want to see how it is and then just kind of go from there. You know, we had it in the bubble. I just that I I I like that. I thought that was neat. That was it was different. There we go. It was different. It was cool to watch. Yeah, it, it is. It is something different. Sometimes a change of pace is good, but I'm good on that front, man. I'm just give me the standard 16 team playoff. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Playoff basketball nah. is amazing. Top 8 seeds from each conference get in there. Duke it out. Never know who's going to win. Let it rip. All right. Yep. They probably won't because this play-in tournament is going to generate them a lot of funds and money talks, so we'll probably see this moving forward. Speaking of money, Uh go over to mybookie.ag. Our code is still valid. It is HoopBall. Go to mybookie.ag. Use our promo code HoopBall. It will get you a 100% initial deposit match. They have more lines and better odds than any other sports book out there. MyBookie.ag promo code is HoopBall. It's, Sam, you know what I done last night? What, 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 what? They had the uh, the draft, like, you know, you could pick the, the draft, how you th- think it was going to go. And it was a, the top three, you selected where they were going to go for the top three. And then there were, you had two players, and it's like, okay, which one is going to get drafted higher? There were 16 possibilities, and then I can't even remember what the winner. If you got them all right, you were in the pool for, I don't even remember how much it was. 
I went 15 and 1, Sam. Jeez. You know the pick that got me? What? Patrick freaking Williams to the Chicago Bulls. Dang you, Bulls. What's wrong with you? Cost me some money. It is what it is. Mybookie.ag. More lines, better odds than any other sports book out there. Go check them out. Use our promo code HOOPBALL. Get that 100% deposit match. And win some money. It's, well, not really free, but it is have, it, it is free to, money. You though. have to put it in play. Yeah. You have to put the money in play. So let's say, Sam, that you go to mybookie.ag, you enter our promo code HOOPBALL, mm-hmm. and you deposit 300 bucks. Yep. Now, instead of your 300 you have 600 to wager. That's pretty dope. You go in, you place your 600 in bets, right? You put that extra 300 into play. Yep. And you win, you pull your 300 that you deposited right back out, and now you're playing on house money. Bingo. All by going to mybookie.ag and using our promo code HOOPBALL. 100% initial deposit match. Mybookie.ag is a website. HOOPBALL is the promo code. Get over there and get your money. Check out the guys at HOOPBALL Gaming. We got the premium. All of the HOOPBALL fantasy stuff. All of the packages, they are out. You can go and get HoopBall 360, twelve ninety nine a month. It gets you the wager pass, the fantasy pass, the Brewski 150. If you are a fantasy basketball player and you're not buying, at minimum, the fantasy pass, you're missing out. The fantasy pass is four ninety nine a month. The fantasy pass includes the Brewski 150. The Brewski 150 is made by Aaron Brewski, our leader here at HoopBall. It has outperformed every other list in the industry for 10 years straight. 10 years straight, position for position, top 150. Aaron Brewski's Brewski 150 has outperformed it. $4.99 a month. Go check it out. There's a lot of extras in this. There's player breakdown, teams, death charts, anything and everything that you want for fantasy coverage, you can find it over at hoop-ball.com. So head on over there right now. Immediately, you're listening to this, you play fantasy basketball, you want to win your league, hoop-ball.com. Get in on it. They have everything, and I'm not kidding. The, we looked at it the other day, and they... I can't even put yeah. it in words. I can't even put it in words how amazing it was. They have a breakdown of every player where you know where they possibly you know where they think they should be ranked, and they have injury reports. They have career stuff. They have everything. There's no way that we can tell you everything that the team here at Hootball covers in this in the fantasy pass. Go check it out. It's four ninety nine a month. Just like Sam said, it's worth. Every single penny of that five bucks a month. There are a lot of things that are going to go on throughout the season, videos and day-to-day updates. Hoop-Ball.com. Get over there, get signed up, and start winning your fantasy league. We're going to leave you guys with that. You can find the show on Twitter at Hoop Dash. It's not a, that's the website, Dave. We're on Twitter at. Hootball Grizz. There you go. <laughs> I am at DWell2111. Sam is. It is Sammy B1118. That's a capital S, lowercase a, M M Y, capital B, 1118. Thanks for listening. Until next time, go Grizz.
no grid. Jaeger. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.